Uh, it is, um, it, it's fun to sing Christmas carols in church, and this week is always, you know, particularly here we are on the 30th of December, so I sort of uh, didn't know whether to lean toward Christmas or lean toward New Year's today, so I thought I would straddle both, because I've been thinking, all of you know, that I am beginning to, uh, beginning on Tuesday, no, Wednesday, uh, a period of renewal leave. And so for me, the new year is marked with a whole different sense. Um, the traditional reading for New Year's is, is one that is very familiar. Um, it's Ecclesiastes. If you don't know it from Ecclesiastes, you may know it from a certain song. For everything there is a season and a time for every matter under heaven, a time to be born and a time to die A time to plant and a time to pluck up what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to throw away stones and a time to gather stones together. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to seek and a time to lose, a time to keep and a time to throw away, a time to tear and a time to sow, a time to keep silent and a time to speak, a time to love and a time to hate, a time for war and a time for peace. The reading goes on, of course, Um, but it made me think of our times in our lives, and we have different times and seasons in each of our lives. And for me, I'm getting ready to enter into a season that I have come to think of as a fallow season, like a field. I am uh, somebody, I have been ordained for 21 and a half years, and I have never taken a sabbatical leave, uh, which means that I am past due by 15 years or so. And as the idea, I'm kind of a perfectionist, really, at heart. And so every time that I would think about taking a renewal leave over the last 15 years or so, I kept wanting to, oh, I'm going to do one of those renewal leaves where you apply for a great big grant, where you get a lump sum of money and you can go to do whatever you want. You can go, and I was imagining going on safari or doing something like this. And so I kept just putting it off because, you know, in, in our Methodist ministry, we are appointed. And so you kind of have to line them up to do a renewal leave, you know, like because you don't know when you're leaving a church and how long you're going to be there. And so it's hard to time. And then how do you time that with getting a grant? And how do you, you know, whatever. And so I just kept putting it off because I couldn't get it perfect. I couldn't get it just right. And then late last spring, you know, about June or something like that, I just kind of thought, I just really need to do this. And then as it turned out, I I talked to a colleague of mine who had taken a renewal leave last year, and she said, oh, I had this colleague, these colleagues, these people from um, New Jersey, and they were great. My congregation absolutely loved them, and they just came and filled in for me for three months. And they have two adult children, and they live in Redondo Beach. So they love to come out here in the winter and spend the winter with their grandchildren, and cover renewal leaves. And I'm like, what? So (laughs) hold on. So I I gave them a phone call, and they were absolutely, we would love to do that. 
And so suddenly from an idea to a conversation, within about like three days, it was sort of in place that this could happen. And it, sometimes when things like that just fall together, I thought, you know, that sometimes is, is kind of all the nudge that God needs to say, this is the time. And so it came up after discussing with Staff Parish and the church council that everybody was in favor of this. And I thought, well, this is lovely. This is what a lovely, a lovely gift. Now, I have to say, it's not that, you know, Mark is not going to be on renewal leave for three months. Um, and I'm going to be home a lot. But I'm going to be home and I'm going to be gardening and I'm going to be reading and I'm going to be resting and watching Netflix and I don't know what, I I really don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to wake up on January 2nd and I'm not quite sure what I'm going to do. Except I know that part of my work in this time is fallow time. Pastors spend every, all the time, we, well, we're always on the call, on call, but that's the other thing. But there's always a sermon to write. There's always, always a sermon to write. (laughs) You finish one and darned if there's not one the next week. And there's always, you know, a newsletter article to write or a, a, a class to teach or something. And so there's always stuff going out, out, out of you. And not enough time for just letting things sit, and so that even your most holy encounters with God become fodder for a sermon. And so it became clear to me that I needed to just pull back and be fallow for a season, just to allow God to percolate whatever God would be without being in a role where I'm on duty all of the time. That is not to say I don't absolutely love my work. I feel always called to pastoral ministry and to this congregation. And, of course, I love all of you and love the work that we get to do together and will continue to do the work together. And I'm grateful for a season where I can just pull back for a little bit and pull into myself. We hope to do a little travel if we can, we hope, you know, I keep saying one of the things I'm really excited about is the idea of having a weekend. I work every weekend and all major holidays, and so uh, the idea of being able to go away for a weekend seems just incredibly exciting to me. It's things normal people get to do, but I don't get to do that very often. Um, But I don't want this really to be just about me because I'm thinking as I'm entering into a particular season of my life that is a really unique and wonderful gift time in my life. Um, But I think that we all have seasons in our lives, seasons in our spiritual lives, seasons in our personal lives where there's different things happening, where God is doing new things. The Ecclesiastes passage talks about all these different seasons in our lives, the times that we, that we shift and that we move and we figure out where it is that God is calling us to be. And so I, I want to invite all of you as we enter into this new year to be thinking about the season of your life. 
for some of you, God may be calling you to lean into something new. Perhaps to give yourself to a relationship or to remove a habit or something that's getting in the way of a relationship or perhaps a season of study, that there's something that's sort of nudging at you that you, you'd like to know more about. Perhaps it's a season of more prayer and reflection of just getting quiet. Or perhaps it's a season of more action, of deciding to give your, your time and energy to others in different ways. All kinds of seasons. Here in the church, even though I'm not going to be here, of course the ministry of this church will go on and we will do wonderful things and you, you guys are going to love Fran and Bill. They'll be here next Sunday and they will lead the church in mission and ministry for three months and they are delightful. Um, you will be sad to see me come back. Um, and I want the church to keep being the church and do all the wonderful things that you do and take classes and serve in mission and do all kinds of wonderful things. I'm just going away. People keep saying goodbye to me as if I'm like dying. I'm not dying. <laughs> I'm not dying. There's no crisis. There's no anything. I'm just, I'm just pulling back for a short season. Um, but I want to invite you to be thinking about the season of your life and where God might be calling you. Where, where you might lean into what God might be doing next in your life. Sometimes we contain our spiritual life to our past. We think about that time when God spoke to us. But I want us to be leaning into where God is calling us forward, where God is setting up a new time in your life. And so as we enter into a new season... A new season of uh, 2019, a new year. We are yet in the season of Christ's birth where we're thinking about the ways that Christ is born in our lives and into the world. We're also thinking about the ways that God will lead us in the next year. And so I want to invite us to be, to prayerfully and openly reflect on where God will lead us. Let us pray. God, you are always faithful. You are a God of steadfast love, a God that has held us from the moment of our birth through each day of our life and every season of our life. You are a God that also calls us forward and, and creates new opportunities and possibilities for hope and healing and so, God, we ask that in this coming year that you open us to new ways that you will speak to us, new ways that you will call to each one of us in our individual lives as well as in our life together as a church. Guide us, we pray. Lead us and give us the courage and compassion and the will to follow you. For we ask it in the name of Christ, who keeps coming to us. Amen.